hope you enjoy this message from South City C3, a location of C3 Church, Christchurch. Tonight, I want to talk to us about transformation. Transformation, the ability to change and become better humans. Now, we see transformation happening around us all of the time. We see something that's broken down or old becoming new again. Consider the difference that we see in nature, right? We've just entered winter. Winter is here. It's it's come. But in a few short months, what are we going to see? We're going to see daffodils. They're going to poke their cherry heads out and remind us that new life is always just around the corner. Or reflect on this amazing city that we're part of here, Otatahi Christchurch, How much have we seen this city become renewed over the last few years? Think of what the city was like 10 years ago and what it looks like now. We've seen a complete makeover to our city. What has been broken has been made new again. And then we like to transform things inside of our house, don't we? We might do a renovation of our our kitchen. We get rid of the old units. We get a new bench top. We get it all installed, new layout. And it looks like a whole new room, a whole new, it changes the house. Or we, we redecorate the house. We, we take the wallpaper and we remove it and then we paint instead. And then we decide that the paint doesn't work so we put the wallpaper back on. We always seem to be doing something in our homes. Or we refurbish our old furniture. We move everything around in a room to make it look fresh. We remodel the bathroom. Then think about how people do this. People choose to slim down, or they choose to add muscle to their bodies. I remember watching the first Spider-Man movie. I'm not sure if you've seen that one with with Tobey Maguire in it. But he gets bitten by a a radioactive spider, and he goes from being, he he passes out. And in half an hour, he goes from being this this quite uh, weak and and small-framed guy to suddenly this muscle-bound character. And I saw that and I thought, man, I've got to get bitten by more spiders. That's a, that's a pretty quick transformation. But then I actually read about what he had to go through to make that happen. And apparently it was grueling. He spent six months eating the right things, doing the right things, building his muscle just for that one scene in that movie. And I thought, well, that's, I'd rather have the spider, thank you. Uh, And then we also see that in other movies, like if you've seen Captain America, the way he goes from this small, weedy character to a muscle-bound hero, it's dramatic bulk up, and that's all done through CGI. And uh, we also like to make changes in ourselves. It just seems to be something us humans like to do. We try to grow muscle, yeah, or lose weight, or make ourselves faster, or change our hair color, or grow our beard, or shave our beard. And all the while, we are growing older. We are transforming every day. It's a process. It may happen like the changing of a season over a few weeks. It might happen through months of agonizing work. It might take purpose and planning and years and years like it does for our city. However, a lot of the transformation we seem to celebrate in our culture are the external ones. But what we should be more interested in are the internal changes that are happening to us. Now I want you to think about your favorite book or TV character or movie character. When you think about that story, think what that story is really all about. 
And the story is not just about what happens to the characters we love, but how those events change them. Every story is a story of transformation. And I sometimes get to watch kids' movies, because I've got kids, and my family's here tonight, which is really cool. If you've never seen me here on Sunday night for the last nine years or so, it's, this is about the second time my family's been here. So it's good to have my daughter Zoe and my wife, and Hannah's probably out playing in the back room somewhere, uh, somewhere there. But sometimes I get to watch kids' movies, and if you've ever seen the movie Trolls, uh, that movie's not really about stuff that happens to the character. But it's about how this one troll named Branch goes from being a paranoid, isolated uh, conspiracy theorist to being someone who will embrace other people. It's a story of transformation. Or think about the real-life stories you hear of people whose lives have been transformed. I read a story this week of a former gang member who spent some years in prison for being involved in a shooting. And then something happened. He had children, and for the sake of his kids, he stopped spending time with the gang and now has a solid uh, job and has made a good living for them. And his whole desire is to be a good role model for them. And we'd look at him and say, something inside him has changed. So we need to look inside of us and see whether we are changing. Are we becoming people of character, more trustworthy, more loving, more graceful, or are we becoming more judgmental, more bitter, more difficult to the people in our lives? The challenge for each of us is to find that area of our life that needs transformation and invest in it. And wherever you're at tonight, you might not even be a church person here. Can I encourage you to evaluate, what am I becoming? What am I being transformed in? Because there is actually, alongside those two, one even deeper transformation that we need. It is the inner change that happens when we meet Jesus. If we want that kind of transformation, then we need something more than maybe the hard work it takes to change our character. What we need most is mercy. Listen to these great words from the Apostle Paul. Titus 3 verse 5 says that he saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. And if you want a transformation that lasts, then the only place to find it is in the generosity and the mercy of God. The Apostle Paul, who had experienced this for himself, tells us that there is a washing that happens inside of us and this ongoing renewal when we come to know Jesus. We are washed and we come out clean. We come out different. We're filled with the Spirit of God. We have assurance that we receive eternal life, he'll go on to say. And when we come to Jesus, a complete change goes on inside of us like a caterpillar to a butterfly. Paul will go on to say that because this has happened, we should live in this renewal by doing good deeds. In other words, we should take the change that has been made inside of us and use it to uh, let it affect what happens in all of our behavior and our character. We walk in the transformation, becoming outwardly closer to what God has made our essence to be. 
I think Paul, when he was saying these words, was reflecting the words of the Old Testament prophet Ezekiel, who says this, prophecy about what God was going to do to his people. He says, I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you. I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Transformation is happening all the time. But the transformation that lasts, the transformation that makes us more who we are called to be, is the transformation that comes as we connect ourselves with the Spirit of God. We go where He moves us. And we all, we all need that. So tonight, before we begin to talk about baptisms, can I ask you, where do you need to see transformation in your life? I mean, think about it. Is there an area, is there a place where you go, if I could see transformation in this area, it would make a big difference. Can you begin to bring that before God tonight and ask him by his spirit to make you on the outside what he's wanting and has begun to make you like on the inside? Where can God bring transformation for you? And then what we're going to do, I want you to ponder that this week. But this is all really great stuff because it leads us so well into baptism. See, what are we doing in baptism? Baptism is a physical demonstration of what the Holy Spirit has already done. As we have been uh, washed with that water of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, so we get to express that in being dunked in this pool here tonight. We get to express to everybody what God has already done inside of our hearts. This act doesn't make us a Christian. It is the work of the Holy Spirit that does it. But this is a public declaration of that private decision, of that private moment. Through baptism, we declare that Jesus is Lord of our life and celebrate God's mercy and his salvation. Also, baptism is a step of obedience. Jesus told us to baptize and to be baptized. He didn't see it as an optional part of the Christian life. He saw it as a necessity. And then finally, baptism is a reminder of Jesus. In baptism, we follow Jesus, and Jesus died and was buried. And in the same way, we're going to take people, and we are going to bury them under the water. But the good news tonight is that Jesus didn't just die and get buried, but he rose again from the dead. And so we are going to lift them back out of that water again, and we promise not to take three days. It's a symbol of what Jesus has done and of that washing of rebirth and renewal. Thanks for listening to this week's message. To learn more about our church, visit c3chch.org.